Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Life in the Fast Lane here. It is your CTO. I really don't know why I have this much energy today, because I got no sleep last night, but it's okay. <laughs> I'm here with Nick. How you doing? What's up, buddy? How are you? I'm good. <laughs> well, clearly, you're tired. I, yeah, I'm tired. My brain's running at like a thousand miles a minute, because we, we've been talking about all this social media stuff that hopefully we can start embarking on here soon, and then just powder this morning trying to figure out the gun and getting that little bit of sometimes when you switch colors it's just a little bit of speckle from the previous color that you were doing and we went from white to black just two totally completely different colors mm-hmm. and um i've got a little bit of speckle that i'm trying to get out of it and it was it was a bit of a pain this morning so such is life i decided instead of just keep blowing at it and blowing at it and blowing at it with uh compressed air seeing if sam had any tricks or anything and I uh, got a, another podcast edited this morning. So Cool. Good. Yeah, we had a good one yesterday. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. He's a good guy. Yeah. He's a really good guy. Charles, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm bad with names. I have to, like, focus. Yeah. I got all his information, so we're good for a, good. a middle of the year update and see how he's doing with his new mulch mate. Yeah. I love the, the um, his, appro- his numbers approach. Like, I, I'm not someone to bullshit you. So, like, I, I, I listen to people. And he started going, well, there's this many wheelbarrows, you know, per yard. There's this many, it takes this many pitchforks or this many shovels to fill a wheelbarrow. And then you multiply that times however many people. And then he's, you know, he's talking about how many steps there are between, you know, if somebody travels a hundred feet, there's this many steps in it. That's the numbers I did a long time ago. And not once, not once in the middle of all of my interviews with Brightview, all my interviews with Davey Tree, all my interviews with Rupert, all my interviews with, um, Yellowstone or Earthworks or O'Connell in California, all these ma- massive companies, massive. Not one has ever talked like that. Yeah, not one. The I will say, I think his numbers are a little off on the how many wheelbarrows are for a yard, because from the math that I've heard or that I think I know, and mm-hmm. if I'm wrong, I'd like them to correct me. But is it's 27 cubic feet per yard? Yes. So. I can normally get, what, your six cubic feet per wheelbarrow, roughly. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that number's a little bit off because that would be three, that'd be four to five. Yeah, I'd call it wheelbarrows. Five. Yeah. So, and he, I <laughs> that think might he be his buffer. Yeah, I think he was saying 12. Because that's, I remember him say he said 12 wheelbarrows per yard. Yeah, he was just like spitballing out of the top of his head. I'm not saying to follow those numbers. Uh, yeah. But he had clearly done the numbers. And had figured out whatever his ratios and math was to it all. Yeah, and if they're loading them a little lighter, I could see that. Like if they had to go around turns or they had mm-hmm. um, hills or something that you're trying to battle. Because sometimes the terrain, you do have to lighten the load a little bit. Oh, yeah. Like when I do topsoil at this uh, next job, because we're leveling off a part of the yard, I'll probably have to go around a different side of the yard in order to get something done. Mm-hmm. But it's going to kind of be worth it in the end because homeowner's able to get his stuff back into his property because he's got to get a trailer there and all that fun stuff but you have to lighten load if you're going around just a weird yeah well um, that's like the brightview bucket brigade thing they do right yeah so like when i talk to the brightview guys they're like oh or and rupert they both are like oh well we fill trash cans and i'm like that's i get it i get what you're trying to do i did it for years i understand what you're trying to do but here's the variable that i not one of them ever would recognize when i said it and I watched it on their job sites, and I'm actually, before, I was very upset with Brightview because we did this huge test up in Baltimore with them years ago, and not one executive showed up. 
Not yeah. one. And I was very upset with them because I told them, I said, I want all the executives there, everybody that's talking to us about it, come see what we're doing. They didn't do it. All they wanted to know was at the very end of the day, did we save mulch, which we did. We saved over 80 yards of mulch because mulch mate was there. And we got done with half the crew in like a week less time or something. Yeah. Whatever, whatever it was. The thing that I noticed when they did it their way was, remember, this is in July. Guys are tired in July. They've been working all spring. But they would fill the wheelbarrows up with only a third material when they're supposed to be like half to three quarters. And the Brightview execs have no idea that they're – their matrix, their their perfect system because they are gods at mulching, which they're not, because I was there and they weren't. The guys would just literally fill the bucket up with maybe uh eight inches, maybe yeah. worth of mulch in the bottom, and they throw it up on the shoulder and they walk away. Then they'd walk over to the bed and there'd be a wheelbarrow sitting there, and instead of dumping, taking the trash can, and this is where the efficiency I think is with trash cans, is you can shake it like around plants mm-hmm. and, and almost get it level. They weren't doing that. Well, that also fluffs up a little bit, too. So sure. Like, it can get through the plant if it's something that's sure. porous, per se. Well, uh, see, I have a, I think I have a better way. But they would fill the wheelbarrow and then walk back. Yeah. And I'm like, you're defeating the entire purpose of what you're doing. So me, what I always said was, take the take the wheelbarrow, fill it up with a mulch mate, walk it over where you got to go, take your hands, instead of using a pitchfork, and throw the mulch. Yeah. When you're throwing the mulch, it can't spread any kind of even, any more even than that. Yeah. And you can get really good at it to the point where the spreaders, the guys that lay all the mulch, and there's normally like, in the normal sense, guys pitchforking the wheelbarrows, they take the wheelbarrows over, they dump them into piles, and then somebody takes a rake, rakes it out, and then somebody gets on their hands and knees, and they, they spread it all out. That's exactly. Like, that's like the age-old barbaric way of doing it. It's wrong, and I figured that out years ago. Guys would – I literally didn't figure this out. My guys taught me this. They're like, dude, what if we just threw the mulch? Yeah. And so we just take the mulch, and we would just, we would just throw it through the plants, and it would literally hit the ground – skip slide underneath plants and we were done yeah nobody's on their hands and knees that to me is the best way of doing it um yeah are there places where uh a fin bark blower will blow a hillside or something sure absolutely again i'm not against blowers but it is not all these all these naysayers online they they show how well, I'm going to just say how it is, how stupid they are. Yeah. Because. Well, what about the comment that you just, literally just read before we got on? Yeah, I just I just read this comment. Let me see if I can pull it up. But to finish what I was saying about bark blowers, I don't mind a bark blower. Yeah, when they have their applications. They do. And anybody from Finn, if they want to, you know, team up, I would team up with them because. Hell, if you want to come on the podcast. Yeah, come on the podcast. We we aren't against it. It's just not. there. Okay, first off, there is no golden bullet or silver bullet, if you will. I say golden bullet, whatever. Um. The bark blowers are great for hillsides and just crazy trains or, you know, difficult access points. Um, it is absolutely a great thing for certain applications. It's not for everything. Same with MulchMate. MulchMate is not going to fit every application, but my my opinion is it is good for more than just, you know, it's the F-350 of the the bulk material dispensing market yeah it is the most versatile it, i shouldn't say f350 the 3500 it can literally tow anything it can pull anything you can take your family to dinner in it. It, it it's it's a really really nice you know yeah application where the it's your swiss army knife of it is where the the bark blower is more like um a gt3 rs porsche yeah it's a two-seater really um it rides rough it but it, it goes fast. Yeah. You know, and it can handle the Nürburgring in, in like seven minutes or something. It's it's some yeah. cra- crazy um, high-speed thing. Great car. Not something you take your family out in. 
but you can knock out the Nurburgring really fast. That's one of my dream cars. Hey, it's a good car. So <clears throat> the comment we were just talking about on Mulchmate. So we, we do Facebook marketing, um, just like a lot of these other companies. And it's a video of Mulchmate filling wheelbarrows. It shows like three different wheelbarrows getting filled up. And it, it's filling it super fast, like three seconds. And um, this guy, I can't even pronounce his name. Rinagenera Ren, Rena? I don't know. I don't know where he's from. <laughs> I don't know. I just gave him a shout out and I didn't even think of it. You did. Whatever. Hey, dude. Um, in the time that machine fills a wheelbarrow, my boys unload half a truck. That's just dumb. It's impossible. It's literally impossible. I couldn't. You couldn't dump half the truck out as fast as that mulch mate's filling the wheelbarrow. The mulch mate has material in a wheelbarrow faster than you can get the bed up. Or if you were to dump or it. Or open the doors. Yeah. Go just open the doors on the back of your mulch on your back of your mulch truck. Swing one around to the driver's side, swing around the passenger side, latch both of them, come back. 10, 15, 20 seconds. Or even if you have to put a tarp down, because you're sure. gonna have to. Yeah, of course. At that rate. So <clears throat> like a comment like this. These sort of things used to bug me. Now I just look at it and go, you're uninformed. Sorry. And you're a little bitter. Yeah. I'm not really sure why you're so bitter. Um, you must have something going on in your life. I get it. I've been there. Um, it, it's If you don't like something, why are you wasting your time on it? That's just that's just spreading hate. Yeah. And that's not what we want to do here. Um, I, I wouldn't suggest that. So my, my comment back to him was, and this proves my point, I just said, I just hit him back and said, let's have a race. Yeah. I, what else am I supposed to say? I, I, I fight you? It's not going to well, There's work. no need. There's no need. So I just said, hey, let's have a race. Because the truth of the matter is, is humans get tired. The machine doesn't sleep. There's, that machine doesn't have a bed and a pillow. So when Jamie and I, <laughs> I think we were testing the new conveyor belt in mm-hmm. the mulch mate. Mm-hmm. And um, when we went to go to the material yard, we got there, filled the truck up, unloaded the truck within not even three minutes mm-hmm. to just literally just hold the button and pull forward. Yeah. It had the whole thing unloaded. Yeah. And that was eight to 10 yards. So let me see your guys get eight to 10 yards out of a truck in three minutes. It's not going to happen. Yeah. It's not at all. I'm sorry. I mean, just that, those kind of comments are just, um, these lights giving us pretty good heat. It does give some heat. Yeah. We got <laughs> I just had my cup near it and I was like, wow, that's got some. Yeah. We've cool. got a little, we got a little light here in our studio. It's really like a little Edison light, and it puts off some heat. It's cool. I like it. But um, anyway, guys, we're not going to sit here and, and harp on some comment on Facebook. That's just a waste of our time. The uh, the podcast today, wow, we're way deep into this. Ten minutes in, we're just now getting to our it's, subject. It's okay. It's okay. Okay. <laughs> I, uh, I was talking to Kyle last night, and I said, hey, man, let's do, let's do an episode all about Carlson Coaching, how it came to be, um, and where we plan on taking it, and how we plan on taking it there. Um so the Carlson coaching program came to be not because it was some dream of mine. I was kind of, I don't know, people twist my arm into it a little bit. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I don't know. I'd well, rather you go to, you go to like LAL and a cup and even at Equip, like people just berate you for mm-hmm. whether it's knowledge or just kind of like a slap in the face. And for some, and this is a very interesting part about human psychology, especially as I have learned and, kind of study it myself mm-hmm. but people need permission in order to do something yes and whether that's by yourself or you go to somebody and ask them like hey is this a good idea because oh i thought of it what are your thoughts and as soon as somebody else triggers it it's like oh yeah it's a great idea let me go do it mm-hmm. you know and i don't know i 
I'm starting to understand and see that I did that in the past, and now it's just, no, be conscious, do it yourself, make the choice yourself. You need to do it. Because you're not, all you're doing is creating a speed bump for yourself. And what happens if the person says no and you were expecting a yes? Mm -hmm. Well, then you don't end up doing it, and it could be a billion-dollar idea. Mm -hmm. You know, so it it is kind of interesting how it has evolved because I've noticed you've talked about it for at least three to four years Mm -hmm. about doing it and this year you're like hey look like i'm gonna start getting serious about it i'm gonna carve out the time in the afternoon Mm -hmm. and work from there so the reason it took me a while wasn't because i was procrastinating is that i had my own focus yeah and i was staying on my own track and i was trying not to get derailed now that i have some systems in place some people in place i feel like i have a little bit of bandwidth and and julia my wife helped me get the, the the digital side of it all put together um, not that I couldn't do it, but just didn't have the time. And again, it's delegation, right? She was willing to do it. So I, I accepted the offer and I appreciate it. Um, the the whole Carlson coaching program, and, and you're very right, Kyle. And what I would say to that is, and this is going to be a little harsh, um, but the whole <clears throat> getting permission from people is just other people's weaknesses. Yeah. That's your, that is your unconfident side where, and I've heard this a million times, people want to guarantee. Yeah. There ain't no guarantee, Hoss. Now, here's what I can guarantee you. You're going to fall flat on your face or stub your toe or you're going to fail, and it's not what happens to you. It's how you handle it. Yeah, and that's that's something else. And this is more or less of a personal experience, but I've noticed that if I don't go through it, I don't learn the lesson. Correct. And sometimes it takes two, three, four times to do it. And, yeah, you can call yourself stupid or you can say, oh, yeah, you're just you're not being smart, which obviously, yes, you're not. But it's not that you're not smart. You're not paying attention. Yeah, you're you're not looking at the the lesson or the fix in order to get out of it. Mm-hmm. Like last night, last night was a really cool thing that popped up. Um, so I I keep two phones because it helps me delineate personal and work. Mm-hmm. It just it makes my sanity a lot better. And when I get home, I know that I could put that phone down and say, "Hey, I am present with my family." Mm-hmm. Right, I don't have to worry about uh, answering phone calls or anything like that for Scarlet Oak. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, if you guys call or Craig calls or something like that, like I answered it last night with Craig, mm-hmm. um, but that's because this is currently my priority. Scarlet Oak Landscaping is my second priority when it comes to my work balance. Mm-hmm. But I had one of the clients reach out and they said, hey, this is a fairly decent paying client, at least for me. It's one of the ones down in the Bashadi neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So he had messages that said, hey, if I um, mail in a check, is the discount on the applied price? And I was like, yeah, here, I'll do the math for you. I'll send it out. Here's your reference number to apply for your the check. That way, if you wanted to do anything um, banking-wise, you can just, here's your number. Everything will be good. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to figure out the system that I have currently, it doesn't allow me to send out the corresponding dates mm-hmm. to the client. So I have to either figure that out or find something else that works so that they can see their schedule as well as myself to see their schedule. Um, but I, I'm currently in the midst of working on that. But it was cool because they reached out and said, hey, um, I'll, I'll send the check out. You know, I'll take the discount, but I'll also, I just want to make sure that everything's good. And I'm like, wow, I didn't have to do that, but I made the perception from the beginning, from the way that I had handled the estimate, the way that I handled the structure, they came back to me and said, hey, I want to just make sure that this is good mm-hmm. and all that. And I, I created the perception of myself to them mm-hmm. versus being, like you were saying, the lawn boy. Mm-hmm. I am the business owner. 
Yep. You're doing the, the customers coming to you because you're the professional yeah. and you need to do all the work for them. So all they have to do is just go yes or no. Yeah. I'm going to be able to do that with their neighbor, but they're currently like locked in with a contract with another landscape company. They're not. They just haven't. Everybody says they're locked in. They're not. Yeah. You can absolutely get out of contract. Well, I think, well, she had signed on it or whatever the deal was. And I don't think even, she wants to worry about Even the, non-competes don't hold up. Yeah. They don't. I, I've been through that and they don't, they don't hold up. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I totally get everything you're saying. Uh, I, I totally, yeah, it's it's good that you do your job for them to then make the whole process easy because they don't, people don't have time. Yeah. They really don't. Like, do you think I can cut grass? Not right now. Well, no, I mean like actually can do it. Oh, yeah, you can. I can cut grass. Put me against anybody. I can stripe a hell of a property and I can cut it super fast because I did it for so long. The point is I don't do it because I've got a million other things that, that every minute that goes by, you have the opportunity of making, you can make a dollar a minute or you can make um, $1,000 a minute. Or you can make $10,000 a minute. Yeah. Right? The, it's a matter of <clears throat> value delivered and then that will dictate the dollars, you know, gained from the, the delivery. Yeah. I've learned that cutting grass doesn't deliver enough dollars for me. I want more dollars. So you have to change what you're doing to then create more dollars. Not to say there's anything wrong with it. That was just my choice. Yeah. Um, so, you know, talking about like the Carlson coaching program, I will be able to dive deep into like P&Ls, what you're doing. Um, uh, I'm going to send you a, a set of questions. So, okay, let's let's talk about this. How, how does the Carlson coaching program work? First off, you go to MultimateUSA.com. Link in the description below. Link in the description. Just click the link. Make it easy for you, right? Yep. It will direct you right to the Carlson coaching. So it's not like you have to hit, oh, forward slash this, that, or the other thing. It is it is in the link. You just click it. Yep. You plug all the information in from there. Yeah. So you just basically put in your basic information. You pick a time you want to chat. Um, if there's a time that's not in there that you're like, man, I really, I, this is the only time I have, um, just email us and maybe I can make it work. But I try to control my time with that, that calendar. Yeah. So let's say you pick um, fe February 28th um, at... 4 p.m. I'm just picking a random number. Yeah. Click on that and you go down to the bottom. And right now, we don't have it to where you pay on the website. You'll get an email afterwards and then you pay through a Venmo thing just because of um, trying to separate Carlson Coaching from Mulchmate. So if yeah. you pay on our website, all the money goes to Dawson Manufacturing, where if you this Carlson coaching thing is not a Dawson manufacturing yeah, thing. Yeah, you need to make uh, you need to make it so you can access it through right. And we just um, haven't gotten there yet. Yeah. But we got it started. And this is something we were talking about earlier of like a lot of people want that guarantee. A lot of people are scared to get started. I'm not scared to get started and I'm not scared to screw it up. I will put something together and then start working through it. Yeah. Right. Where a lot of people are just like, well, what if I get it wrong? Well, what if this doesn't work? It's not, dumbass. It's not going if you if you think that you're gonna be able to get started one day on something and it's gonna work out perfectly through every single step you're delusional yeah that's that's delusion so what i've learned is fail faster do not um be scared of each stepping stone yeah they're gonna be slippery they're gonna be um there's gonna be some bumps in the road it's not gonna feel comfortable it's gonna get you know terrainy if you will yeah Cl climbing a mountain is not as easy as just driving up a road climbing a mountain you know when you're hiking is like okay which direction I have to go? Okay, that's wow, that's steep. Wow, that's slippery. Wow, that's sandy. Wow, that's you know, that's easy over there. Ooh, that's really close to a cliff. <laughs> There's just some big rocks. There's some big rocks I can climb over. That's normal. And when you're doing that, what you're doing is you're getting stronger. Yeah. You're mentally getting stronger, being more prepared for the next thing that comes around the corner. Um, 
Which I is, got a fun hiking story for you. Do you? Okay, we'll get to that. But um, that is why I started the Carlson Coaching Program because I have, I've been down all those roads. Yeah. I, not, not all of them, of course, but I have a ton of insight. Twenty-five years of doing, you know, business, being in business, um, living in the landscaping realm, switching from being a landscaper to being a business owner, going from a technician right to a business owner, and then selling a business, which I don't know many people that have successfully sold their businesses. The ones that have are, are brilliant people. It takes them a long time to get to that point, and you have to start from the beginning. You have to start running your business like it's going to be sold the, you know, the following year. Yeah. You have to start that way. If you don't, you basically create ro- your own roadblocks, which is that's a bad thing. Yeah. It's not enough forward thinking. So then I sold the business, and then in the meantime, at the exact same time, I started a whole other business in a whole other realm with like literally zero dollars. Yes, I had a few dollars saved up, but in, in the grand scheme of things, I never should have been able to start Dawson Manufacturing with as little money as I had. There was it's it's just incredible that we did. Not so this this is not a Dawson manufacturing story. This is me explaining to you guys the the stepping stones that I've gone through and all the hardships and almost being out of business six different times and learning to to navigate my way through all this stuff. Typically the people like I was listening to you, know, Ed Milet. Yeah. So I was listening to Ed the other day when I was on a um, uh, on an airplane, and um, he was saying, you know, I've I've had cars repossessed, I've I've been kicked out of my home, I've had electricity turned off, I've um, I've had things seized by you know the government, this that and the next thing. He's like, I'm not proud of it, but he's learned a lot through all that, and that's really all these really successful people that that you see online or whatever or you know, typically those people have. An incredible story behind him. What's the saying? Tough times create tough men, mm-hmm. and then tough men make good times. Good times make weak men. Yeah, and make bad times. So the what? Good I, old circle of life. It is. It's the circle. So I hate that that has to be that way. And the reason we do this podcast is to help everybody, and so they can, you know, kind of adjust the way they're looking at their life and how they're looking at things. First off, being positive is always going to work out better. Having some gratitude will help you get through those hard times. Um, being aware and not sticking your head in the sand will absolutely help you. And then have a plan. Just because you, you're concerned about getting the, the plan wrong should not stop you from doing the right things and just, just trying. Yeah. Right? That's the thing. Like, with you and I, Kyle, I've I, – I'm, I'm going to use – forgive me if I use the wrong terms here, but advised you over, over the years. Mm-hmm. And – it's taken some some things for you i think have taken longer than you wanted i didn't put a timeline on you i was just kind of sitting back going well I'll help where i can help um how did that work out for you so i'm able to reflect on it and go i i applied this i didn't apply this and there there is a part of emotional maturity that kind of come, or sorry mental maturity that kind of comes in part or comes into play here mm-hmm. um i in the beginning stages of the business was kind of helped out with Chloe's mom, which I, I appreciate the help, but I didn't learn the uh, fight and claw method of just being able to like put my nose down, trying to get things that I really need and working to that next step. I just was, I just kind of like floated into it and that I, I don't think that helped me mentally. And I didn't break out of that until about two years ago. And then I was like, well, I, I should really focus and go head down to this mm-hmm. um the biggest thing for me was scheduling another thing that i really i started getting better at was communication um i'm not perfect at it mm-hmm. 
still more to work on. But when it comes to understanding how the business actually should operate, I know now after being within Dawson Mm -hmm. and seeing the culture emerge and the way that people work Mm -hmm. emerge versus, oh, yeah, I'm going to hire one of my good friends and just have him work with me. The E-Myth is a book for a reason. Mm Mm-hmm. People literally go through it, and it's going to smack you in the face and go, wow, I, I didn't notice how relatable that was. Because, like, I noticed that when I got in, I got complacent mm-hmm. when Zach started working with me. Because I'm like, oh, wow, I can I don't have to worry about this. And in the moment, I didn't notice. I was like, oh, this is nice. I, I can breathe again. Mm-hmm. And, and I was like, oh, wait a minute. We need to go harder. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't until after Zach was like, oh, yeah, I, I think I'm going to find somewhere else to work because I'd – I just need some. I need the ability to have this reoccurring income during the, the winter, mm-hmm. and I hadn't scheduled it so that the winter we were making good work. Mm-hmm. And um, there, I mean, there was a whole bunch of stuff. But yeah, you you gave very good points of advice. It was just a matter of me grappling and applying it. I didn't apply it because I didn't have the mental maturity at the time. Mm-hmm. And then, <laughs> of course, when. Uh, when Chloe said, oh, yeah, we're pregnant, you get a slap in the face. You're like, oh, shit, I need to be an adult. But see, like, why do people wait for that, right? Why does that happen? Why I, can't you have the wherewithal? Like, I knew when I was 15 years old, I was working for my unborn because children. Because, well, you were, it was that, and you were also forced to grow up and be an adult True. from a different age. True. So, like, I didn't have the, oh, shit, I need to work by, like, I need to be able to provide for myself. I think the simple comment with there would be you were just too comfortable. Yeah. Yeah, it's complacency plus um, I I had a vision, but I didn't have – there's a difference going an arbitrary vision and having a vision and being like, I'm fucking going to get that. Mm-hmm. Like my vision board right now, I'm fucking going to get that. I'm going to have the nice rancher Barnuminium style house. Mm-hmm. I don't care if I get a house and then we start like making it into that and sure. we just do the home renovations or we find one. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to have that. Yep. I'm going to find a way to make it so that Chloe can have an SRT. Yeah, perfect. Whether it's used or we can find one that's got, you know, stupid low miles on it, I'm going to find a way to have a mega cap. I don't really want to, like, Laramie, mm-hmm. but a bighorn mega cap for me, I'd be totally fine. Oh, yeah. You, oh, you know what you remind me of? I saw a video a couple of days ago, and it was a <clears throat> guy goes into, a, like, a like a diner. Listen, to this, you're going to love this, and you're going to get it as soon as I say it. And it's one of those, like, sweet, sweet stories where a guy goes in, and he's like, hey, you know, so-and-so, whatever the waitress's name is. She's like, hey, can I help you? Yada, yada. She serves him food. And he goes, hey, you know, do you have any kids? She goes, yeah, I've, I've got one. Where Where is he? She's like, well, he's at daycare. I've been here since 6 o'clock this morning. I barely can, you know, I'm a, I'm a newly single mom. Um, you know, it's really, it's it's hard, but it's, it's okay. And the reality of it is, it's not okay. Yeah. And she's accepting the 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 life that she has now maybe she's working towards something else better i don't know the whole full story but i'm just showing you what i was shown yeah but her mentality what i'm about to, to tell you is where i think people go wrong and this is where in the carlson coaching program literally <laughs> every person i've ever coached i literally tell them i'm going to slap you around a little bit you need it yeah the whole reason you're coming to me is because you need a reality check you need it's checks and balances input and outputs right and i'm going to help you with all that it is this this lady or the guy goes to the lady and goes well you know 
I'll, I'll be right back. Uh, I need to I need to get something for you. And she's like, that's weird. And he comes back and hands her the check, hands the credit card. She comes back with it. He signs off and he goes, by the way, you know, here's a gift for you. And he hands her $1,000. And she just starts to bawl and cry. Yeah. That's fine. Whatever. It's emotional for her. But here's where she went wrong. Her next comment. Guess what her next comment was. Just it, It's not that you're going to be right or wrong. Just, just guess. Just fun game. This would be good for the vacation I need. Okay. I could see where she could say that. That's not what she said. She goes, okay, I can go home now. That is a loser's mentality. Yeah. And that is what I notice a lot of people do. They, I have a saying that I won't say on air here. I have it internally in this building, and it's my little secret. But I know what it is. You know what it is. But that is what that's <laughs> Regretfully. like. Regretfully. <laughs> <laughs> it is... Pe- People, they get a toe. Okay, my kids do this. When we ride bikes, right, my son will will bike, 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 bike as fast as he can to get ahead of me, and I swear his tire is only two inches in front of mine, and he stops pedaling. Yeah. That is what she's doing. Now, what she should have said is, this is amazing. This is going to get me out of credit card debt or whatever. Thank you so much. I got to get my ass back to work. Yeah. That is what that mentality that would have gotten her somewhere, but instead she takes her apron off and decides to leave. That's a loser's mentality. People will only work to a certain point to achieve that just just barely just enough. enough to then get what they want and then they're done. And they're basically living their lives to do nothing, right? It's like I just got just enough so I can eat, I got just enough so I can pay my rent, I got just enough to get my car payment. You want to know why some people have like. 13 bugattis right or they have you know a, a mclaren they've got a lamborghini and because they saw the vision and they they're like i'm not stopping until i have it correct but what they find is and, and i have found it is you you figure out a recipe and then you get used to how to put that recipe together and then you just copy repeat copy repeat copy repeat yep and then you get into this groove this momentum and then next thing you know you look at you look at your bank account you're like I never dreamed I'd ever have this amount of money, ever. And that's what the Carlson Coaching Program is all about, is it's not for the guys that are going, okay, can I get you guys from $0 to quarter million dollars? Yeah. All, all day long, been there, done that, did it. My first year in business at 15 years old, I did like $73,000. Yeah. At 15 years old, that's what I did. And that was in 2000. 2000. Yeah. Today, that $73,000 would probably look like a hundred and something. I don't know the exact inflation ratio of that, whatever that is. Oh, I should do that really quick. I'm impressed that I did that. By the time I was 18 years old, I was doing like 350000 400000 some odd dollars. Yeah. And the where I screwed up was I was, I employed at the time, it was like three guys, I think. Their names were, was um, Jeremy, James and Eric and they were all from school and I had hired all of them I guarantee you I could have done that 300 plus thousand dollars let's call it 350 thousand dollars whatever exactly it was I don't remember when I was 18 years old if I would have had the 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 attitude that I tell you about today because I learned it back then because I was doing it I was very complacent I I could have easily made the same amount of money but then profited an extra 50 60 70 thousand dollars that year that would have been a super successful year because that year i probably i probably put 30 40 50 grand in the bank 
So seventy three thousand or sorry, seventy five thousand in two thousand. Mm-hmm. Take a guess. What it's worth today? Mm-hmm. One twenty three. One hundred thirty two. Ooh, I was close. I reverse those numbers. Yeah. yeah. So, so think about that. At fifteen years old, with literally no equipment. That's kind of shitty to think about, though. In two thousand to today, mm-hmm. that's not that long. That's twenty three years. So forgive me if these numbers are are off a slight bit, but I did the math. I was talking to my father. And him and I were talking about, you know, he's like, dude, a hundred thousand dollars a year is a lot of money. And today it's not. No, it's so, not at all. So like you guys that make a hundred grand, you're like, oh, six figures, you're broke. You're literally broke. Because in two thousand, right, I don't know if my father was making a hundred grand a year, but let's say he was. If he's making a hundred thousand dollars a year in, in two thousand, today, do you know what that would be? In what year? Two thousand. I think it was two thousand. Two thousand. All right, we'll do the I gotta type it in. I did these numbers six months ago or something because him and I were having a heated discussion about it because the world has just changed. It was like two ninety three. All right, give me give me your guess. Two ninety three. It's the numbers that I did, and I can't remember the exact year it was, but like a hundred grand equaled like two hundred ninety three grand today. What is it? What is it you're showing? One seventy four. Okay, call it one seventy four. That is nearly double. Yeah. The amount, and then which you're which you know you're not accounting for is okay. That is what that money's worth today, but then everything that you purchase is now what? What did okay? What do they say? Uh, milk. What did milk cost in two thousand? And then what does it cost today? It's like six bucks a gallon now. I don't eat. I don't drink milk anymore. He's looking it up. Yeah, give me one second. He's it's not. So why why he's looking this up, guys? I don't mean to be rude. I promise. What I'm trying to do is is shine a little light on something. And, and stir a little bit of that fire in your belly so you can understand that it's it's this is all normal you're not crazy i'm not crazy what it is is that things in the world change and sometimes people need a little boost i'm trying to show you some reality to things and that's what the carlson coaching program is is that i can help take you to an eight-figure business i'm not telling you i can take you to a nine because i haven't made there yet it's 278 per gallon like apparently back then yeah it doesn't sound right and though that sounds high yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, either way, two seventy eight. It's now like six bucks or something, right? Yeah, something something like that. That's a th- almost. That's not a three times, but it's near. It's like two and a half, whatever, whatever that number is. Your income hasn't gone up two and a half times. And the thing, okay, here's the and here's part of the Carlson coaching, and it's not. You, we're not financial advisors. I have to put that out there. But if you put your money somewhere else to grow with mm-hmm. that versus sit in a bank account. Mm-hmm. Your money doesn't stay at seventy four thousand. It increases. Like right now, I'm twenty five, almost twenty six. Mm-hmm. I have my money in an IRA or sorry, yeah, a Roth, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and then investment accounts to grow. Yeah, and I use Acorns just because it's easy. But sure. it's like the little bit amount that I put in has my retirement at over half a million, mm-hmm. which is nice. You know, and as hopefully I grow and I have more of an income that comes in between Scarlet Oak and here, that allows me to put more money into that, therefore growing that number. Well, like, look at this. There's my email. Robin, so I use Robinhood. There's an IRA contribution complete. That was at 8.43 a.m. this morning because I have it on auto. Good old Robinhood. And then literally two minutes ago while you were talking, I pulled up Robinhood and transferred $10,000 into, into it. Good Lord. Just... Because every dime, I, I, if you guys looked at my uh, um, checking account, you'd you'd be like, that dude's broke. Because <laughs> I literally live with a couple grand in the bank, and everything else goes to savings. And yeah. I just, but you also push the money in the areas you you 
Oh, geez, sorry. I don't know what that was. was something, something just came up. But that's that's all part of, you know, my discipline is I try to live. I, I showed somebody the other day. They were like, they were asking me, they're like, what, you know, what do you spend your money on? And I was like, here, I'll show you. I'll show you my, my personal, you know, I only use my debit card. And um, it's all, everything in my bank account is, it's like saving, 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 savings, kids something, saving, 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 saving something kids saving savings oh i bought lunch one day saving saving savings it's just yeah. it, it's crazy so when it comes to the carlson coaching program it it's it's years and years and years and years and years and years of data collection that i've put together that i know works now keep in mind it all all this is is an opinion right it is it all it all is a um I'll share my successes. I'll share my failures. And that way, my whole entire point of this is to try to help you hop, skip, and jump over some failure points. And that's something that I notice a lot of people, there's there's particular people in my life, and I ask them all the time, I'm like, why do you need to hit a brick wall that I told you is standing there? I said, hey, turn left, exit stage left, go around it. Yeah. And you refuse. You want to feel the pain. Why? Because you make excuses for yourself. You just you just sit back and you go, Oh, well, I had to learn it for myself. Well, then why do why are there teachers? Why why do we send our kids to school? Why yeah. not just let them just go in the world and just get beat beat up? You don't. You go to school to learn things to avoid the problems. I also do think it does come sometimes there's an emotional event that slaps you in the face and that's when you go, Oh, I need to get serious. Well, that's pain. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying is like you sometimes pain whether it's a small little thing or it's a big thing, you just eventually go, wow, I need to learn. That, that Yes. But that's the, like, yes. when we're young, like, okay, I understand knowing general algebra or, or not algebra, like general math, knowing two right. plus two equals four. Right. Not anything else. Sure it's not five? <laughs> one plus one equals window. <laughs> but no, like, being able to see through the glass, being able to see through the glass and go okay i I see what's on that other side how do i get there that's what the coaching program's for because like if this door's locked and i don't have a key to get in Uh i need to find a way to get around it Uh so whether that's you try other entrances or you go around to the back of it like there's always other ways to get in there always is the but do you run over there and run face first into it i have just kidding (laughs) (laughs) i saw a video the other day of like dogs running into glass windows yeah we're not dogs we're humans we're intelligent beings and you're not when someone is trying to explain to you that hey there's something in front of you why do you want to slam into it yeah why yes do here's the thing i want to preface all this it is impossible to avoid every brick wall that stands in front of you but oh what if i help skip you around a couple of them I think I know part of the problem, though, is when it comes... Okay, Mm business-wise, some people don't know how to turn the emotion off. We were talking about this with Charles yesterday. You have to learn to turn the emotion off when it comes to creating the life that you want. Mm -hmm. You have to be goal and very much focused on what's going on in the business in order to move it forward. And a business is a business. You go into business because you're trying to make a profit, trying to make money in order to be able to feed your family so if you turn that like a business is emotionless that is the 
essential part of the business. Mm-hmm. Now, when you give people deals and stuff like that, you're dipping into that emotion and then you make it even harder to make a better bottom dollar. Mm-hmm. So if you give deals or anything like that, like I probably shouldn't have given the client a discount for paying in the beginning of the year. But the reason we do that is to create the incentive in order for them for one to sign up for the year, but then mm-hmm. two, it also allows for cash flow in the beginning of the year when things are tight. That discount you gave them is the money you would have given a bank to get a loan. That's the financing end of getting a loan, but you just got the money up front without going to a bank and getting a loan. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So there's there's other ways around. Like again, doors locked. Mm-hmm. Find the way around. Well, and that's what we're trying to tell people, right? And we just try to explain that to you is. Dude, avoid as much pain as possible. Yeah. That's literally all we're trying to do. And, and, you know, why would you want to experience the maximum amount of pain? There's there's specific faces I see in my head right now, people I've met over the years, and I'm like, you literally want to feel pain. And you know, sometimes people use that as an excuse. You don't know what happened to me. We talked about it the other day. Being mugged. In yeah. A, oh, yeah. Remember yeah, that yeah. conversation? Yep. We're driving through Baltimore City because we have a we have a, a trade show that by the time you guys hear this it'll be gone. It's called Mance, but we are delivering some parts and pieces to our crew to to set up the booth. And I'm walking or driving through the city, and I see I see women jogging. I see people walking around, and then I see certain individuals where I'm like, eh, I don't I don't want. That. Okay, I'll give you the friends that we went through. There was guys. You ever seen the guys? You pull up in a city, and they run up to your car, and they start spraying your windshield down, and they start wiping, and they want a tip. Squeegee boys. Squeegee boys. I can't stand them. Get off my car. I never yeah. asked you to touch my car. It's not your property. Stay the hell off my car. And if you don't know what it is, every they sit in the middle of the streets and they they have a little spray bottle. They'll spray your window and then they'll wash your car. You don't even ask them. They just do it. They just do it. And then they demand money. And then if you don't do it, they spray your window so that you have to turn your windshield wipers on or anything like that. Right. And there's been instances recently where they tend to get violent too. Yeah, they do. And... So what did I do, Kyle? We got in the furthest lane from them, and with cars coming off of another ramp, we got behind the ramp so people could get in front of us. So that's me just using my brain, staying away from something so I don't create a pain point. There was another situation where I heard somebody talking about, and this is going to be very controversial, but I'm just going to talk about it. This lady got raped, which is a terrible situation. I yeah, make we're, sure we're not saying it's a good thing it's at all. It's terrible. But if you're a female running through the ghetto and jogging right can't you jog somewhere else safer yeah you can go to a gym yeah go to a gym go use your brain don't expose yourself to situations where then that could happen especially in a city with such a high crime rate dude it's baltimore they're fighting from the bottom for like chicago and baltimore like the two worst cities in this in the country you know baltimore's having a uh depopulation issue now no i did not know that yeah i saw that the other day and (laughs) yeah Guess what the solution was? What's that? We need to make it so that people aren't having to fight on the streets for driving. That we need to make so that we have better streets and we have more bike lanes. That that is it's uh, that's as dumb as people saying we need to we need to make guns illegal so they they people don't stop shooting each other. <laughs> I got more about that too. <laughs> Crim- criminals don't care about the law. You're stupid. You're the dumbest human. Anyway. Yeah, you don't you don't fight you don't bring a, no, a knife to a gunfight. Yeah, you do. Like, and, and no one when it comes to fighting, there's no rules. There's yeah. no laws. There's none. And these people that are causing the havoc in cities or wherever, they don't care about laws. Okay, so my my point to saying all that is is that 
this this whole Carlton co- coaching deal is mostly about business. It is also about personal because I've I've dealt with both. You're human. I'm human, and I've been through a lot, right? So I can help expose certain things and and help shine a perspective on it. But it's also it relates back to our recent podcast. Live your life by design, not by default. Right. Don't let life just happen to you. Be proactive in how you want to see it. Yeah. Make right. it happen for you. Right. Right. And so when we when we talk about all these different things. You've got, you guys you guys have got to think it through, and that's what I'm going to help you with. Is I'm going to help. I've been through it. I've been through so much. I can help shine a lot of light on your finances, on your marketing, on your personnel, HR, relationship, um, branding, um, how you speak, the words you use. They matter. Um, sometimes it's better just to shut up and listen to somebody yeah i'm very good at that now here's what i'm not good at i'm not good at getting attacked right i'm not good at when somebody's losing their mind on me it and it's and it's dumb right and and they're like the internet stuff that i see i used to attack back now i just come back with like a sarcastic sarcastic comment of Let's have a race. Yeah, it's a Gary V approach versus a I'm going to put my shoulder into your chest approach. Right, and that's something as I've gotten older, I've had to learn to 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 back off the shoulder and lean in more with, okay, fine. Kill with kindness. Yeah, and I used to be really good at that, and recently I've, I've struggled with it just because of, of personal issues. Um, but it is, it, again, I'm saying I'm human. Yeah. I'm, I'm not perfect. But the whole Carlson coaching, coaching program – it's it's not a money grab. It is simply the fact that I heard enough of you guys say, dude, get a podcast. Okay, here you go. You're listening to it. Dude, we'd love if you could coach me. Sure, no problem. I can do that. And a lot of people, I think, don't sign up for it simply for the fact that I charge $295 an hour. Yeah. The reason I do that is it's part of the Carlton Coaching Program, which is, okay, I, I've, I've coached many people so far. One of the most reoccurring – see, I'm an odds theme person. I, I watch trends. And the most common asked thing is I I give discounts too much. I let my customers run me over, and, and I just want to get the job. The reason that you're doing that is simply for the fact that you're not acting like the professional that you are yeah. or that you should be. You have to go in and say, I'm a professional – I know what this takes. I know how long it takes. I don't care what you think it costs. This is what it costs. If this doesn't fit your budget, then we need to reduce services or materials to then make it fit your budget. Yeah. I'm willing to do that, but I'm not willing to discount my service or my cost of goods. You're just you're just throwing money out the window. Yeah. That and that is a discipline thing. That is something where you're you're not looking at yourself in the mirror and you're not going I value you, sir or ma'am, right? If I'm looking in the mirror, Nick Carlson, I look in the mirror and I go, you're smart. You've proven it. You know what you're doing. You know your numbers. This is what you're worth. And that's why I, ch- I charge two ninety five. Not Some of these guys put out there, you know, $49.99 or $99.99 or $29.99 or, or whatever their number is. It, I'm coming right out of the gate with the price that it is because I know what I'm worth. Well, that and you're also have it. You're doing it at the time where you're near or at home with your family versus at. It doesn't at, matter. Yeah, time's worth the same. Well, that. But what I'm saying is, 
you need to be able to still give yourself the premium that you value yourself at. Sure. Well, honestly, I should charge way more. Um, but only so much can get done in an hour. Yeah. And I'm very respectful about that. And I really hammer home with people before we get on this call. I want to know what you want because I want to be able to give you the most amount of value. Okay. Let's talk about how does this work? You go on the website, you, you sign up, you get an email from me automatically says, Hey, thanks for signing up, blah, blah, blah. I'll send you a list of things and say, Hey, I want you to give me X, Y, Z. And then you can then respond to that. But I need that within a few days of our call. That way I have time to digest it and then be fully prepared for you so I can give you the highest value add possible. Yeah. That's how that works. Then what I do is a lot of times I notice that these calls go really, really quick. It's like this podcast. We can record an hour-long podcast and it feels like it's 10 minutes. Yeah. It really is. The What I do is a lot of times the there's not like back-to-back coaching calls. That, that doesn't happen that often yet. I assume it will in the future, especially after doing this podcast. But the second hour what i do is i offer it at a discount because i've already time i've already set that time aside i'm already on the phone with you i've already got things laid out in place i can offer that at a at a 50% discount yeah to i do that to help you and if the time is available if the time is available it's not available then i don't offer it yeah right so the reason okay i'll give you another friend somebody talked about um snowmate earlier i just saw it a second ago on facebook and they're like it's twelve hundred dollars for the plow. It's eighteen hundred and ninety nine dollars for the the power pack. You know, you're talking like thirty five hundred bucks if you outfit a snowmate like fully. Yeah, so it's around thirty five hundred bucks. And their 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 um, comment online was, well, that's the same amount as a plow. First off, ding dong, no, it's not. Plows for trucks don't cost that. Here's what you got to understand: in order to cut a piece of material, say it's a plow for a truck or a plow for uh, a tractor, the setup time is the same. Yeah. Bringing the material costs the same. Shipping metal or shipping plastic or shipping hardware costs the same. It is not the the process of cutting all that is all exactly the same. The just because it's in a smaller package doesn't mean it's any cheaper, other than the fact that you used less material. The material typically is only like ten to twenty percent of the, the product itself. It's the designing, it's the packaging, it's the execution. It takes the same amount of effort to make the little plow as it does the big plow sort of close it's not exactly the same yeah like things that are different to move a big plow around you need like a crane to move it around where ours we can pick it up by hand um is there a little more welding in a bigger in a bigger plow there absolutely is but ours uses a lot more hardware so like you're trading you're trading welds for bolts yeah and that's just a design decision on our part um but to put something through powder, you, you still have to do all the same steps to powder coat a big plow or a small plow. Same thing. Our ovens are the same. The temperature is the same. The cost of the powder coating is the same. Everything's the same. So you when you when it comes to this Carlton coaching program, you've got to understand, I understand business. I'm a businessman. I'm not, yeah, you can call me a manufacturer, inventor, an innovator, whatever. What I do know is I know business and I know I know people, I know how emotions work, I know how the subconscious mind works, the decision to, to spend money when they want to do those sort of things, all that kind of, you know, rigmarole, that's what I've studied my whole life. It's such you, a weird word. Rigmarole. Um, if you want to talk about baseball, I'm lost. Yeah. I'm lost. We'll give you Gavin for that. Yeah, Gavin's the man for baseball. If you want to know about cars, I'm, I'm your guy. If you want to know about planes, I'm not your guy. I'm just not. So just to kind of preface what we're talking about here, 
is I can take your business from literally zero to an eight-figure business. Yeah. I've done it. I've helped other people do it. I'm doing it currently. That's all there is to it. And then when we hit the next echelon of... Hold on. I got to do the math on the figures. Nine. Yeah. Once we get over nine, then we can tell you how to get to nine. Yeah, we'll get there. And it's, it's ten. It's and then eleven. It, yeah, it's just... It's a time thing, but... The other thing, too, is, is you can't tell somebody how to get to a billion-dollar company yet. Nope. We're working to get there, but uh, it all takes experience to be able to get you there. I've never claimed ever that I could take you to a billion-dollar company. But you yourself, mm -hmm. and this is me talking to you listeners, mm -hmm. is you yourself have to be able to apply yourself in order to get there. You can't just go, oh, well, I heard, and then you let it float off, because that's what I did. It doesn't get you anywhere. <laughs> no, you get slapped in by fact, me. In fact, it actually gets you behind. Yeah. And, and yeah, it... And if Nick slaps you, oh well, who cares? It it well it's talk a about good your thing for talk you. about your experience when I uh, air quotations slapped you. You essentially said you're not working hard enough, you know. And this you said it to Chloe and I, and I think that was a good thing. Is yeah. Chloe and I were working together, and Chloe doesn't get the best of sleep, and I know that, especially when she's on her medicine. Her medicine affects some of her joints, like her back. It's really bad when she's on her anxiety medicine. It gives this really bad back pain, and I I, I know she doesn't sleep very well. Um, so she would sleep till 9, 10, 11 o'clock, and that's when we would go out and start mowing mm -hmm. because we would do it together. Or there would be some days where I'm just like, hey, do you, are you just not wanting to work today? And then I would go out and do it by myself. Mm -hmm. You know, and I just I didn't take things seriously. I had roughly a schedule, mm -hmm. but if I couldn't get to a job, I'd be like, I'll do it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know, and that that was the mindset that I had. And you did give me the point uh, time and say, "Hey, look, like you're not, you're not working. You're, you're saying you, you would tell me you're saying, you know, and you're just. I wasn't applying myself, and once I started to apply myself, things started looking up on my end. Mm -hmm. You know, twenty was it? I don't know if it was twenty twenty or twenty twenty one. I think it was twenty twenty. Um, things are going pretty well. You know, I was starting to focus on how to get to that next step and then 20 so i think 2020 we did 85 and that was by myself chloe had her job mm -hmm. and then 2021 um i ended up doing like 140 mm -hmm. 22 i had zach we only did a, i think we did around 150 so i didn't grow that much because i no, you i became complacent well you shrunk because his cost his his expense right he cost something if you only went up 10 grand by adding that one person but your expenses went up. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't do that correctly, and mm -hmm. that's the thing is, is like, oh yeah, don't. Okay, here's one. I'm gonna say right now, don't do mental math. No, don't do mental math. If you think you can do it, write it down and actually fucking do the math. I yeah. did. I didn't do that, and that's what fucked me up. Because you were basing should, a lot of emotions. Exactly, mm -hmm. and that's where the emotions and you think you think you can do it doesn't mean you can do it no what people get like in in your position they're like oh look at me i got this new truck i'm a badass mm -hmm. and oh, i'm doing so good no you're not you suck your numbers suck your p l looks like shit and you have no clue to even how to read it yeah you don't know like when i sat down with you i never even saw your p l and i went hold on you've got zach you've got a part-time guy you've got you you've got this truck you got this trailer you got this tractor da -da 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 -da. you're broke yeah you're sorry you're broke mm -hmm. and, and that was a huge wake-up call right yeah but i didn't say it because you're an idiot you just weren't executing. Yeah. That's it. And now you're fixing it. And it took... So, truth be told, 2009, <clears throat> I was a wreck. I mean, a wreck. I didn't know what I was doing. I was lazy. I was... Is it me or this light's blinking a lot faster right now? Mm, I don't know. 
There's a, so we're at the uh, BWI Airport is where our, our facility is located, 899 Airport Park Road, Suite E, and in Glen Burnie, Maryland. And There's like marker lights, but I looked over, and they're like going very fast right now. It's probably because there's a plane coming in. So you'll hear a plane probably come in here soon. Anyway. It's in C-130. It just shakes the whole building. And we're like, oh, my God, we're going to die. It, it makes it feel that way. In 2009, I was lazy as hell. I was tired because I was spinning my wheels nonstop. I, in 2009, I bought my, yeah, I bought my Shelby Super Snake, but it was just a Shelby GT500 at the time. And it was only 30 grand. And I paid cash for it. And it was every single dollar I had. Now, keep in mind, I'm nine nine freaking years into into business and I only have $30,000. Yeah, and remember, we're not yelling at you. We're yelling at our our previous selves because yeah. we're pissed off that we did it because we know we should have done something different. I wasted so much time, dude. I would dick off. I would... Um, dude, I would do... Like, I'll give you, for instance, I was doing something really dumb. I was driving to Annapolis and picking up some of my Hispanic workers, which I never should have done. I should have made them come to me because I needed to act like an actual damn business. And there was this like one... owner. Yeah. There was one curb that I, because I'm a racer, I'd love to like get the trailer as close as I could to around this like curve right there at the 450 in West Street. And every day I'd be like, how close can I get? And one day I just got too close and just nailed the curb and bent a rim, blew a tire, ruined half my morning. And I'm like, that was just self-induced. You're an idiot. What gain did I have by getting close to that? None. I'm a clown. I'm literally a freaking clown. So all of, you know, 09 was terrible except for buying this car. I was doing a patio for a friend instead of working. I was working on cars in the mornings instead of getting up and going to work on time. I was screwing around. That's when I read the E-Myth, right? The E-Myth, I had gotten it in 08, had it in my truck for over a year. The guy that gave it to me is multi, 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 multi millionaire. He's got fountain boats that exhaust systems cost sixty thousand dollars per exhaust. There's two engines in there, like crazy. The engines probably cost three hundred at least, at least three hundred fifty. Because they're <sighs> knowing those, they're probably Mercruisers. Yep, and Mercruiser race engines at that. And they're immaculate, Kyle. Like, listen to me. You open the hood of this thing, you could eat off these engines. I, wouldn't, I would not doubt it. Everything is polished stainless steel or chrome. The blocks, I believe, were red in color. The engine bay was all painted. I mean, it, you couldn't get any nicer. There's a boat at our sister marina mm-hmm. that was getting his engines refurbished at um, the same place that we were getting ours done. Well, we were doing the dyno. The guy that was building them was up there. And um, he was like, yeah, I have the engines retuned and repowered every other year and he adds power every other year good lord so it's probably the same thing in this sense but this was like a i want to say 48 sonic Mm. and as soon as he got there it was boom 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 four bolts because that's all it is for the um engine mounts boom 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 pop those off and then pulled the exhaust off and it right out yeah i was like what the what what happens when you work hard and make a nice design <laughs> and the dude rolled up and he's brand new platinum dually in the whole line and hey I said it again. Said it. <laughs> and um he i'm like dude what do you what do you do for a living but at the same time it's also you must be doing something right because that, that boat i know is not cheap and the guy 
the builder was like, yeah, it, he tosses down like $60,000 each time. Only thing he's doing, the only thing that guy's doing, it doesn't matter what he does. It's how he executes it. Mm-hmm. And what he's doing is he's learned how to make, excuse me, he's learned to make a lot of money per minute. Yeah. And he's learned how not to waste time. Because once you lose the time, it's gone. So like in 09, I was screwing around and I figured out, I was like, through this book, I finally listened to this book that I was just telling you about. It it took me four years, three and a half, four years. By 2013, I had righted my ship. So my ship was pointed in one direction. Let's call it south. And I needed to get it pointed north to fix all of my problems. Yeah. And it took a lot of work, a lot of grinding, a lot of trial and error. And I had finally, in three and a half years, turned it around. And then I would go to, like, my local Wawa. And I was talking about this on the podcast yesterday. But people would, like, I would watch my crews drive by Wawa. And I'm standing there drinking a cup of coffee. And people are like, that's your company? And I'm like, yeah. They're like, where did that come from? Like, we've known you for years. Like, yeah. How'd you do that? And I'm, you came out of nowhere. I'm like, dude, I've been doing this for 13 years now. But that's the that's the 10 years to success thing that I was saying. Is like, but it, it can be shortened nowadays. Yeah. Podcasts, books, coaching programs. You have to find a way to create that leverage mm-hmm. and then compound it. Yes. And that's what I am trying to do with the Carlson Coaching Program is literally I can help you compound it, but you have to be humble enough to listen to then look yourself in the mirror and go, okay. I'm going to listen to Nick or or somebody else. There's plenty of people out there like me. I'm not saying we're yeah, the only it, program. It all literally, it, it comes down to you. You need to pay attention. Stop wasting time scrolling on social media and making excuses for yourself and, oh, I'm tired. We're all tired, dude. We're all tired. But there is something else to be said for getting the proper amount of sleep. Yeah. Proper amount of sleep means you'll, you'll lose weight. You'll be able to process information better, taking vitamins, paying attention to your health, like, without your health you can't execute any of this yeah so like that's part of the coaching program i lost over 100 pounds i have a strict set of uh, vitamins i take and all those things help me perform at my best they really do um no that's not that's not to say that i don't screw up here and there and i put weight on i take weight off it's hello we're human yeah it's just part of it so we get sick um but there's things you can do to help negate some of those problems and i can help with that so um is there anything else we want to talk about on that one? Any any experiences you have? Not that I know. My biggest thing is you need to you need to take the correct action. Mm-hmm. If you don't execute on the things that you're taught or you're learning, mm-hmm. you're never going to do anything with it. You can read a million books, a million books, a million books, and still not learn anything if you don't actually take the action on it. I'm going to say this. I agree with you. And my perception of this is the worst thing in the world is when someone thinks they know everything and they don't, and they stand there and stomp their feet and you go, why no? Why no? None of us know everything Yeah, that we don't. I'm a student and there's no way in hell that I'm going to sit there and stomp my feet and go, I am, I am the beat all end all, you know, no. I am still learning. I'm still growing. I Every single day, there's something new coming at me that I'm like, oh, wow, different perspective there. Yeah. And notice I've said all this, and I never said I know anything. I said, this is my perspective. You know your experiences. I know my experiences. I know the input, and I knew the output, and I know how that worked for me. And I'm not saying that mine works for everybody. Yeah. But what I am saying is that I've studied it. I've been through a lot. And I have a really, I have a really 
large black book, if you will, of successful things that I can share with you. Now, a lot of it I share right here on the podcast. The reason we do the whole Carson coaching program is it gets very singular, very focused in on you. Yeah, and so this kind of dives to our conversation yesterday about marketing. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know very much about marketing, but I'm learning. And the things that I learn, I tell you, and some of the things you don't know, but then there's some things that you do know, and we kind of came together. I never said I knew everything, and I told you that from the beginning. Is like, I don't know everything, and I'm, I'm willing to learn. Mm-hmm. And then, then after that, it just comes down to the application. Mm-hmm. So Nick can give the, hey, here's the general of what you should do marketing-wise, mm-hmm. but when it comes down to the execution, you need to do it. Well, like the viewpoint I shared with you yesterday – I said to you, I said, dude, I've never heard anybody talk like that. Yeah. Have you? No. So I, well, explain that conversation in your in your words so they can understand how I was coming at that. That way I'm not sounding like so Mr. Know-it-all. So we were talking – so the way that our marketing has to go here in Dawson is that we have to look at every echelon of people. So we have your solo guys running a – small landscape company and has like an extra guy they could be between 20 and 40 years old typically i'm not saying that that's those are the extremes but that's that's the bell curve roughly Mm -hmm. and then we have the say five six crew company where they have an enhancement crew they have a patio crew they have a maintenance crew Mm -hmm. and then you know a small mechanic division or whatever you want to call it Mm -hmm. um and then you have your large outfits like brightview like um, Yellowstone. Mm-hmm. We have to find a way to market to all of those within one post for different platforms. Mm-hmm. But we have to make it so that it's contingent for all platforms mm-hmm. versus, oh yeah, this is secular to here, this is secular to here, this is secular to here. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, while you can do that, that creates way too much extra effort mm-hmm. that may not even work. And it's okay, how do we make it so that we can market to all within all platforms? Mm-hmm. Because a 40-year-old is going to be on Facebook and LinkedIn mm-hmm. versus the 20-year-old, which is my demographic. I'm on YouTube Shorts. I am on Instagram Reels. I am on Facebook Reels. I don't know if that's the right word. I think it's Reels. Whatever it is. I mean, heck, I, I don't use it because I don't like the fact of TikTok, but TikTok is one that... Mm-hmm my demographic is on as well Mm -hmm. but you can't just market to the owners you have to market to the guys that are in the field doing going wow that would make my life so much easier Mm -hmm. but then also go i need to market to the business owner and say wow that's going to make us a lot of money that way i could provide more for my guys i could provide more for my family my guys can be home at an earlier time and still be paid a higher amount because they're producing more work Mm -hmm. you know it's like um charles yesterday he was talking about you know, we have guys that are working 45, 50 hours a week. I want to still be able to pay them for 40 because they can get all the work done in less time, mm-hmm. you know? And so that's essentially giving them a raise. You as the business owner don't have to pay out overtime, which mm-hmm. kills you in taxes. Two and insurance. And insurance. So it's like two birds, one stone, knock it out. That's three birds, one stone. Mm-hmm. You know, but you also we have to find a way to market to all those different people within one post yep so you have to find the same thing is how are you going to market to all these people who's your demographic if you like i was just looking up 
it sounds kind of creepy, but I was curious where this one client worked. Mm -hmm. And I noticed the name of the company in his email, so I looked up the company. Mm -hmm. Dude, it's a multi-million dollar freaking, um, oh God, what is it? Engineering firm. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what? The guy that I'm working with is the structural engineer for a landscape architecture company. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, well, I'm just an idiot. No, he's just in that room. He's just got more experience than you. Well, yeah, he has more experience, but he's also a very good guy, great mm-hmm. guy to work with. But also at the same time, it's wow. I I changed my echelon of people. Like I used to do work in Brooklyn Park. Yeah, I told you that was a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, and like that was that was thirty five dollars a cut, and this and that. Like it, the people that cost. And now, granted, the one person was super nice, blessing of a person. I was passed out on her property once. <laughs> And she came over and she gave me water, sat me down. She's like, are you okay? Do I need to call the police? Like, is there anything? One of the nice people. But not a lot of money over there. There's not. And I don't mean that in a bad way. It's like, don't look down upon the people, but just go, you know you need to be somewhere else in order to be able to give your family the flourishing that you want. Look, around here, just so everybody understands, I understand our demographic of people. Whenever I worked in Brooklyn or Linthicum or Baltimore, I had more problems. Or yeah. Bowie, like PG County. I I never got a good client out of those areas. But if but when you moved into the Saverna Park, Bowie's got a lot of people that think their shit don't stink. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a whole other conversation. But um, you know, you go to Arnold, Saverna Park, Annapolis, parts of Annapolis, um, St. Margaret's. They're all those sector of people. A, their homes are far bigger, far nicer, and they're 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 they treated me better. Yeah. I'm sorry that that's how that turned out, but I didn't control that. I treat everybody the same. They right? have an understanding. We just talked about this with Charles yesterday. He's like, you know, I already bought a mulch mate. You didn't really know it because I was just, I just treat everybody the same. Yeah. When they come in here, I don't care if they're they're Hispanic, male, female. I don't, I don't care. I say the same thing over and over. And Charles, you know, had told me, he's like, you just treat me like you treat everybody else. He's like, I've seen you do it at trade shows. It's it's the same, always, always, always the same. When I was a landscaper and I worked for somebody in Brooklyn Park, I would treat them the same. I would show up. I would do the estimate. They'd get the same estimate sheet or the email or whatever. Problem was, we got the work done. It would always, it would always be the same quality of work, and I wouldn't get paid. Yeah. So do yourself a favor stay out of those areas right and that's part of my conversation in the carlton coaching program is where where are you working what does that demographic look like yeah you know talk to me about the you know the 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 80 percent of your customers that are giving you problems i bet you you're making your money in the 20 percent and that that rule just seems to be very consistent throughout everybody i've ever talked to so you know going back to what kyle was talking about when we were talking yesterday and i was explaining to kyle you know, different age groups. You think, like, okay, Kyle, do you think the same way today at, what are you, 25, 26? I don't think the same way even as I did last year. Right, well, like, go back to just, like, 20. Go to oh, 20. 20. I was an arrogant asshole. Okay, so 20. I was like, oh, I know every. No, I didn't. To 25 is far different. Those are two totally different Kyles, right? Keep in mind, your parents dealt with you through all that. Your wife dealt with Sorry. you. Sorry. Your, your wife dealt with you through all that. You know, there are people that are staying consistent with you and in, in growing with you. Um, but, like, when it comes to us advertising to somebody or or you guys that are listening, if, if you want to join in on the Carlton Coaching Program, we will, we will help advise you on 
the demographic. You have to understand your demographic, where their minds are, where their hearts are, um, what they're willing to spend their money on. And I've I've got a pretty good idea of all that. Like, I've never heard anybody talk about that ever on the internet ever. And yesterday, I mean, was that not a schooling or what? It was good. It was a lot of information that I was giving you. You're like, this should be written down. I'm like, I need a minute to process before I start writing things down. Yeah, because like people that are 55 years old, they, they, they're maybe they're on Facebook. You really think they're on TikTok? No. So what if you're trying to pick up? So okay, who has more money, 25 year olds or 55 year olds? Typically, if you go go with the odds, wealth bracket, yes, yes, 55, 55. You know, nine times out of ten, it's going to be that. Which this was cool fact. I was listening to Money Guys the other day, and they were doing like average net worth per brackets and I'm, I'm we're above and i was like yes oh yeah mission accomplished yeah that's great i mean i i did my math for me at one point and it's like it's like the one percent of one percent it's crazy um very blessed uh but it just comes from effort right execution and effort and paying attention yeah so okay i'm gonna stop harping on this um just go to ultimateusa.com uh, hit the link below, Carlton Coaching Program, and I will dive crazy, crazy deep with you into and it. There will be some certain things that you'll think, man, this dude's crazy. Well, yeah, we'll get to the point where you know what his poop smells like. Nah, we're not doing it. <laughs> it's nasty. <laughs> so, all right, guys. Spray thanks for, the potpourri. Yeah, so always spray the potpourri. Actually, somebody told me that if you just take a Lysol can and just spray it in the toilet bowl, it does the exact same thing. Like, it's just a film of like oils. And it's like a tenth of the cost. Lysol makes my nose hurt. Pick something like that. But yeah, that's all that is. So anyway, guys, we love you. Thanks for joining in for another episode of Life in the Fast Lane. Um, this one drug out way further than I expected to. But it's okay. It, uh, we hope you enjoyed it. Let us know if you have any questions. Just hit us up at hey, Fastlane, H-E-Y-F-A-S-T-L-A-N-E. There he goes. At, I don't know. <laughs> uh, at uh, gmail.com. And we will be more than happy to uh, answer any of your questions. If there's a topic you want to hear about, please um, just hit us up. Let us know. We like it. And then go, uh, if you'd like to follow us on, you know, Multimate or Dawson Manufacturing online, just Google Multimate Dawson MFG and uh, find your favorite social media platform and like us there. Uh, share some posts, share some information if you like it, if you got any value out of it. Um, and of course, Go to YouTube and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, Kyle and I literally this week are having meeting after meeting about how we're going to execute better and do even more out there, Um, how to organize content, how to to create it, who's going to do it, all those kind of good things. Um, Everything's just fluid around here, ain't it? It's just always moving. It's always moving. So, guys, thanks. Have a great day, and we'll catch you in the next one. Don't miss me too much. Mulch made.